This podcast is for you if you are ready for a change, a shift, a transformation in your life about your money. Whatever your path has been, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you're ready to stop fighting yourself, to have more fun, to do more of what you want to do, and be more of who you are meant to be, to become a maven. So let's get started. My name is Melissa Paul, and I'll be your host. Welcome to Dear Money Maven. I'm a Prince fan. I've been a Prince fan for a really long time. (laughs) I can remember being in sixth grade, listening to Raspberry Beret on tape with my best friend up in her bedroom where we would rewind the tape and try to listen to the lyrics and write down all of the lyrics so that we could sing at the top of our lungs all of the correct lyrics to one of my favorite Prince songs at that time. I live in Minneapolis right now and Prince is a local legend. He was when he was alive and his death just as as it seems to happen, turned him into the, uh, the superstar of our, local, of our local world in a way that um, has been really interesting to watch. And recently, they um, did a print celebration, and they've been doing this out at Paisley Park Studio for three years. And it's more than just a music uh, celebration. It was fascinating because... They brought in speakers and people that knew Prince, you know, from before he was at all a star. And they would sit on stage and share these intimate stories about him. So I got the chance to listen to people that knew him before he was anything. When he was just rocking it out at First Ave, um, right when Purple Rain the movie came out, and then he just rocketed to this like superstardom pretty quickly. The other interesting thing about Prince is that he had this philosophy that what he focused on would come to be. And you can't walk through on a tour of Paisley Park and not see that that is absolutely his experience of life. But he also died without having a will in place, which can you imagine? I mean, the amount of complication legally, he had all these different businesses and all of his work and under the different various labels and, I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of songs that have still yet to be released because he was such a prolific recording artist. So he didn't want, I asked uh, somebody that, I said, how could he, somebody who would be so well supported legally in all these other areas of life, how could Prince die without a will in place? And I was told that um, Prince saw this connection in his life between seeing a vision and then having it come to him. And he thought that if he laid everything out, for what would happen after his death, it would bring it about. So he didn't. So he chose not to have a will in place. And here we are now. They, um, they expect it'll be like nine years <laughs> before any of it will be settled. Oh my gosh, how horrible. Just 
dozens and dozens of attorneys arguing back and forth. I can't even imagine how brutal the process would be. And meanwhile, you know, the family members are like, you know, struggling through this and having to manage all of this. It just would be such a frustrating mess. And so while I loved all of the music and everything of the Prince Celebration weekend, I couldn't help but start to think about the fact that I don't have a will in place. And I was talking to my best friend from Chicago, and she and I have um, some similar attributes. Neither of us uh, is married right now. We have been married in the past. We're both divorced, and we don't have children. And so we don't have heirs. We don't have as many of the same concerns that a lot of other people have where they are thinking more consistently and constantly about the responsibility of caring for family after they're gone. So they insure against it. They have everything buttoned up. And I was talking to her and I was saying, you know, well, what would happen if one of us died right now? Like, would anybody know where to even start with my stuff or her stuff? And... I've started thinking that I need to remedy that. It's the responsible thing to do, even though, you know, financially somebody would figure I'd be fine. I don't want anybody in my family that would be sorting through my stuff to also have to be sorting through a bunch of files and dealing with attorneys. And then also any of the money that I worked hard to save and invest getting just like routed to some attorney's office because I didn't take time to be mindful about this and like, you know, button my stuff up. So... She and I agreed that we would both hold each other accountable and explore this. I don't even know right now how much insurance I should have. Somebody in my position that doesn't have a lot of stuff that would need to be tended to after I would be off this planet, like what, what are my responsibilities? And I know that when you have questions like this, the risk of going to the expert that can sell you services <laughs> is that you might not be getting the best advice right? They might just be selling you stuff that will make you feel like you're solving a problem, but they just get to bill you for it. Like, I don't need to go to an estate lawyer. I can get a lot of this stuff filed and, you know, I can make sure that I go through my bank accounts and my investments and I have beneficiaries on there and, you know, all of those things. I can button that up. And so we decided that we would both hold each other accountable because this does not sound like a super fun process, right? And, um, and a few days after I made that decision, I got an email um, from uh, Suze Orman. And um, let, let's just be clear, it wasn't a one-on-one email, though I would love to get a personal email from Suze Orman. She's like the godmother of the women and money movement, which I love so much. She was talking about a product that um, she was going to be promoting on the Home Shopping Network, which is not something that I like spend any time (laughs) looking at. But it was effectively a choose-your-own-adventure wills and estate setup. And so I looked at the product, and and I was like, this will be really perfect for me, especially somebody in my position and my friend in Chicago who's in the same position. And I said, this is going to help us really direct us along the way as we decide, do we need this? Let's fill in the blanks here. Do we need that? Then it gives me a checklist of things that I will need to go through and address so that I can feel confident that when I leave this planet, 
I won't be leaving people in the same position that Prince's family is in as they deal with all these attorneys and navigate this. Now, granted, my stuff would be a lot easier to get through. It probably would take just a couple, couple of visits to an attorney's office, but it's something that can be avoided by putting a little bit of time in right now. And I think sometimes we avoid some of those tasks because we think they're going to be overwhelming and daunting and they're going to make us feel stupid. And it's just one more thing on our already huge to-do list. And it's not like I'm sitting around thinking like, wow, I just have nothing to do. You know what I want to do? I want to sit down and deal with my estate. Makes me feel a little bit like a fraud, like, oh, I'm such a big deal that I need to like tend to all of this. Like there's all these thoughts and emotions that come up when we enter a project like that. But as I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about the attorneys in that room that are fighting over Prince's work, I know that that's not what he would have wanted. And it's not that, not what I would want either for anybody that I care about. So I can work through the awkwardness and the discomfort of this project and kind of the weirdness of it so that I can create a plan, tuck it away somewhere, and then tell everybody in my family that if something happens, that, you know, go into this filing cabinet, pull the red folder. My dad used to have this red folder, and he would tell me, that's where you start. It has directions for everything. And I think it's important for all of us to look at it. I also think it's a good practice to start looking at things from that end result. What's the mark that you wanna make? Who do you wanna take care of? What do you wanna leave behind? What's your legacy gonna look like? Big or small, we don't have to be prince where worldwide we have a following in order to have a legacy. We're all impacting people's lives. People around us, our families, our coworkers, the people at the yoga studio, the way that we just operate our day-to-day lives is impacting people. There's a legacy we get to leave behind with our actions that we take now and then what the actions that we're leaving for other people to take. So I'm grateful that Suze Orman has taken the time and gathered all the experts that she can with her network and she's assembled this step-by-step choose-your-own-adventure that I will be embarking on. I will be sure to report back. Hopefully it won't be something that, you know, overwhelms me and makes me think about all the stuff that I don't want to think about. But the reason behind it is compelling enough. So it might be a good opportunity right now for you to think about that. First of all, what's the legacy you want to leave behind? And secondly, do you have things buttoned up in a way that it's not going to cause unnecessary challenges for the people that will be, you know, sweeping up after you? Check out uh, Suze Orman's products. If, you, if you're looking for a choose-your-own-adventure like this, it might be a great way, even if you end up in an attorney's office to go through this, at least you'll have a base education on it in a way that's going to make you feel more confident going into those situations. Prince was a great artist. He left behind all sorts of melodies that will run through our heads for eternity. It was such a blast to walk through my own youth and to dance and to listen to these people and just be astonished by the level of craft that he created. He brought music to a totally different level for me. 
and I appreciate him for that and the legacy he left. And I appreciate Suze Orman for the work she's doing and the legacy she's leaving also. I will do my part to make the impact that I'm supposed to be doing. And I hope that you do the same. But let's button things up. Let's take care of these responsibilities so that we don't have this open loop that's hanging out there. I want to remind you, as always, that you are worthy. You're doing a great job. We got this. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Melissa here, and I have a gift for you. I have an ebook called How to Manage Your Money Without Budgeting, and I'd like to give it to you. Head over to melissapaul.com. That's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-P-A-H-L.com and download your copy. It'll probably take you only 15 or 20 minutes to read the whole thing. And at the end, you will have a complete understanding of this whole system that I talk about in this podcast. I think you're going to find it really valuable and I'm really excited to share it with you. So head over to melissapaul.com and download your copy today. Thanks.